In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. Okay, we are back. It is back to the old boys. The old boys. Yeah, yeah. We had a temporary takeover. Um, we had special edition episode that popped out. So if you guys were regular listeners, you should have picked up on it. Yeah, you should have, <laughs> should have noticed a little something. So April Fools, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, now it's back to uh, myself, Michael, and Jeff. And we're ready to do this thing. Yeah. I'm yep. going to challenge you to a movie. Yeah, it's been and a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute for you, so uh, I hope you've been watching movies. <laughs> I hope you've been making good use of your your time away. But it's been a minute, I guess, kind of technically for both of us to yeah. be challenged solo because we had those few special episodes in between here. So we had a couple special episodes: Oscars right. and our one year anniversary. And, yep, the wife um, takeover. Yep, yep, yeah. So I'm going to try and get you to guess it in a different way this time. Oh. I'm going to kind of do a uh, who am I type thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it'll get you to guess one of the characters or maybe think about the characters and then hopefully the movie pops in your brain. Okay. I am someone who is confused about my existence. I am also someone who looks good in long like canvas trench coats with very high collars. Oh. I am someone who is extra fast and extra strong. I am also technically a hunter of sorts. Oh, but crap. I don't, I don't hunt game. I hunt other things. I don't I exist say, already, in our time. We already did blades, so I'm like, what? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I won't say that. That's all along the same lines. But don't hunt in our time. Mm-hmm. I don't exist in our time. I exist far into the future. I am. Let me think of another way to say it. It's not the Matrix. No, it's something along those lines, sort of. Um, but I'll say that. When I mentioned that I am um, confused about my existence because I want to be one thing, I feel certain things, but I'm technically told, quote unquote, told what to think and feel and how to behave. Is it one of the Terminators? <laughs> You're thinking in the future. It's the right yeah, direction. Like, um, the trench coat threw me off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, think of a think of a moody character who wears it's it's like a long overcoat the entire movie and it has a super high collar. A super high and he's God. good looking. 
He's good looking in it. Sexy man. Hmm. He's a sexy man in a big long coat <laughs> with a really high coat. collar. <laughs> who who's confused about his existence because he feels one way, but Blade technically Runner. has no. Uh, oh my god! But which one? It's the twenty forty nine. Yeah. Okay. Twenty forty nine. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this <laughs> yesterday. I wasn't really thinking about the sequel, but I was thinking about the first one. With, yeah. Uh, um. Ah, uh, the twenty forty nine. First, yeah, exactly. And at first, I was going to pick the first one, but I was like, I want to pick a more modern movie. I want to pick one that hadn't. It's only five years old. It's twenty seventeen, six years old. He is a hunter. And it came out in twenty seven. Yeah, Crap. he's a hunter of sorts. Wow. <laughs> he's confused about his existence. You know. Okay. Doesn't exist in our timeline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be sufficiently vague enough where it was still a little bit of a challenge, and I didn't want to say any specific names or anything like that. That was good. That was good. And yeah, Ryan Gosling wearing a big giant coat. This is the collar is like half his head. It really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really, does he wear it the whole movie? Like even at the almost, end? Yeah, almost the whole movie. Like when he when he's not at home and he goes back into the field, he's like mm -hmm. wearing that coat trying yeah. to i'm trying to piece it together before i start talking about it in my head uh yeah i think it's a there's gonna be parts where yeah it's, i'm gonna have trouble i was gonna say do your order. best yeah because yes it, while it is a relatively linear movie because i don't think there's a lot of flashbacks or anything like that no it's a long movie and it takes the it, scenes a lot that happens i'm yeah. worried about are the scenes when he's home and with that other girl, uh, the it's implied that she's like a uh, sex worker. Yeah. yeah. And that scene, like I couldn't tell you when that happens in the movie. Me like neither. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm, in my head, I'm like, I remember kind of the point of the movie yeah. and like what he does and how he gets to whichever. But those scenes. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna have troll figuring well, out when that happens. Gl then gloss over them. If you if you don't think you have the spot for it, don't, don't put it in the timeline. <laughs> Just be like, I know that exists. Yeah, it exists don't, in there. Don't pull a Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, this is what it happens, right? This right here. Yeah. I know it exists, <laughs> so it's right, it must happen. It's right here. <laughs> it happens, well, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So the beginning is. Uh, when he goes to that, uh, he's going to retire one of the um, old replicants. Okay, I better yeah. replicants. That's what I was. I was trying to remember the name. Oh, you know? so, <laughs> yeah. So Do you remember yeah. like the you remember the models? <laughs> Not at all. It's it's very it's very generic <laughs> sci-fi. It's like Nexus and Nexus. He's a model Nexus Nine, and he's yeah, of course all the yeah. other previous Nexuses, the ones that they had problems with, were. Mm -hmm decommissioned and there's still a few at large i can't remember if uh the new models have like an end date like the originals because i feel like didn't the originals have like a, a four-year lifespan right you're supposed to die yeah like, anyway this other this model he's going to retire lives past that i think right and yeah is the next generation um it's in a field where he grows maggots like mm -hmm. or grubs like protein protein, protein farm yeah, 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 and yeah that's protein what the protein farm. is yeah and uh 
he's there living his life and i rem- i distinctly remember him uh in his ship going over the area mm-hmm. and then it shows replicant in a suit and the replicant goes back to his house takes the suit yep. off and trying glassling is there see yep. i don't even remember the guy's name k k yeah <laughs> just uh he, yeah, he's just got one uh <laughs> one in black letter initial like men in black uh, yeah. yeah um they have some words and i remember the mm-hmm. replicant saying have you ever witnessed a miracle right uh and you don't like it's not obvious that there's gonna be a fight but then there is yes and the replicant throws like throws him through a wall and then uh brian gosling yeah. k shoots him right yeah, and it's a them. brutal fight, man. Because yeah. the audience may not know this already, but replicants are a little stronger, a little yes. faster, more agile than humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more durable. After he kills him, I don't remember what it is that prompts him to go look at the tree. Yeah, I or think. if that's even the same scene, maybe it's a it photo. Is. No, it is. It is. Um, yeah, he, I can't remember why. Oh, he just happens to stop at the tree and it had something carved in it. And then he asks for his drone to do to like do a, like a scan. A, yeah. Scan. Yeah. Um, this whole scan. area. Yep. And then he I discovers remember, something. Yeah. I remember that bit finds a crate like in the ground. Yep. yep. And he uh, communicates with his boss, his superior about it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he? Yeah. Just real quick. To get like a dig team to come there and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. I don't remember if they have an argument about resources and like I know that his relationship with his boss is like strained. Strained a little. Yeah. Um I think I think he kind of establishes him as being maybe curious. Yeah. And she And she doesn't like, like that. Stick to your job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just do your job. Don't look into yep. things more than you have to right right but he's curious yeah. he's curious yeah, yeah you're not supposed to show that anyway uh mm-hmm. he goes back to earth after that yeah. because it's not dug up yet he like they have to do it yeah yeah like you screen. said he yeah he requested it to be unearthed and he's already on earth that's just uh, that was earth that was oh it was yeah. It was on yeah, Earth. This all takes place on Earth. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a farm, and uh, and then he heads back to uh, headquarters. I don't know why it felt like a different planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, because anyway. it looks like one. It was all foggy. It's like kind of gray, brownish. Yeah, like looks like desert almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dead I'm tree. Stupid man. So goes back to the city and uh <laughs> the city <laughs> the city <laughs> no one's gonna get that no no no, no that's a reference uh, um he goes back and they do that uh debriefing where he has to go back to baseline yes. yeah um post-traumatic baseline or whatever it's real yeah. ridiculous yeah and what's hilarious to me looking back at the first time i watched this i think it was with you i had Probably. no idea he was supposed to be a, re- a replicant <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until like later in the film, yeah. mm-hmm. even after they did this, which this should have clued me in like yeah. immediately. There's text um, at the very beginning of the movie 
which gives like a summary of what's happened. It's been 30 years since the previous yeah. Blade Runner. Um, the Tyrell Corporation collapsed. They decommissioned their old replicants mm-hmm. because there was like a replicant war. Something. And then famine hit Earth. And then this new corporation, Wallace, popped up, bought all of Tyrell's nice. stuff, saved the world because of the synthetic farming, mm-hmm. saved the famine. And then they said they started remaking new replicants, the Nexus 9s, and some of them were made into Blade Runners and to hunt yeah. down the previous models. Totally. But you don't know. It just has some of them. Yeah, it just totally so, went over my head. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, for all we knew, we didn't know he was supposed to be a replicant. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's part of the plot later where. Yes. Like, is he? Anyway. Right. 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 Uh, the, the baseline thing is kind of ridiculous bunch and, of keywords yeah type things. bunch of words that are very mm-hmm. aggressive that happens um he goes back to his apartment mm-hmm. right yes you're right and i don't remember if there's officially a hologram or if it's just a voice because i don't remember where the upgrade or does he have the upgrade waiting when he gets there no and he installs yet. it no yeah yeah but you're right is it's right now it's just a a voice and or a hologram once um he's home it's only in the home on the track yeah, that's right that's what yeah okay yeah so yep. it's like not really it's like a girlfriend kind of program slash housewife mm. kind of situation Companion. where he gets greeted when he comes home by this girl ai right and yes Yes. <laughs> so I think most of this scene is basically sh- it's just a way to show his life um, and how he interacts, I guess, is mm-hmm. another way to put it, because his interaction with her is very dry. She's yes. very bubbly and mm-hmm. like all about him. And yeah. he's just it almost seems like he doesn't care. Almost. Almost. Like he does care, but it's very subdued. Mm hmm. And uh, I don't remember how this goes to the next scene. Because they're very, the whole point is that they're replicants, they're fake, they're androids, but Mm -hmm. they're. So you just get like this idea in your head as a person thinking, oh, they don't have like emotions. They have no reason for them and stuff like that. But that's kind of the point is that they do in order to make them more human. Yeah, they do have emotions. So while he seems very dry. Like he's burnt out yeah. working as a, re- you know, he does all the things that he, he feels all the things humans do. Yeah. Humans don't like him because he's replicant. Replicants hate him because he kills replicants. Yes. So, yeah. He's a total outcast. Total outcast. No yeah. one likes him. Right. Anyway, I, I can't remember exactly what the next scene is. Does he go to meet his, does he go back to the station because they unearth the thing? Um, and they find out that it's the body of the old replicant from the first movie. Right. And just before then, you are correct. He did have a um, the upgrade. Oh, so it was the he scene. down he downloads it at the end of the scene. End of the scene. So she's mobile. Yes, and they the go device. up onto the roof in the rain scene. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it. But that that scene ends it. Makes me yeah. wonder how that technology works. <laughs> it's very super interesting because <laughs> like, at first the rain passes through her. Yeah. As a hologram like, when it, she's out there. Is it a light coming out then, of the thing? But it's yeah. not. Isn't it in his pocket? 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't know a lot of thoughts. It's anyway. 2049. So well, I was suspending my disbelief about it, but at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. how? <laughs> yeah. Totally impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but really cool. Um, but yeah, she does that with him and is she with him almost the whole time. Yeah. Cause he, as long as he keeps her in um, his pocket, uh-huh. he can activate her anytime. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So, or rather deactivate her at any time and she can choose to come out. I, I think that was the the thing. Like he can either leave her on. Yes. Or he could just be like, you're not coming out right now. Yes. Um, right. So he does go back to the station. You're correct. Yeah, you were correct about the scene transition. They're at the station now and they're doing like the X-ray. The examination of the body or skeleton mm-hmm. rather. And this is where that tech uses the it's like a crazy electron microscope deal yes it looks so deep into the bone marrow that it can see like a little serial number correct right showing Mm -hmm. that it was a replicant yep and he notes that there was what looks like surgery around the pelvis right Mm -hmm. and there's implication that that it might have been pregnant correct that's one female and two possibly pregnant but that's impossible because mm-hmm. it's a replicant. It's a replicant. And they're like, this is heavy stuff. It's so heavy. It's so heavy. But yeah, you're. <laughs> that's exactly right. They like notice like, hey, this person was pregnant. She had like pelvic fractures and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Things that showed that she would have been given birth. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember if they run the serial and the, nothing comes back because... They don't have access to the old Tyrell records. Exactly. Right. Mm hmm. Um, I can't remember if the chief gives him the go ahead to keep looking into it or if she says stop now. Like there's no reason to look into this any yeah. further. I honestly don't remember. I think she says like track this down. Um, but she's getting a bad feeling like. This isn't normal. Like this could lead down to a bad path. But right. I think she says like track it down, report back, but do nothing else type thing. Yeah. Only talk to me. Yeah. Don't yeah, talk exactly. to me. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. Um the next scene she are they talking in a room together and that's when she gives them that order, but also she kind of like not really tries, but she kind of offhandedly tries to flirt with him and then realizes, like, what am I doing? This is a robot. Uh, maybe, you have no maybe. feelings. Yeah. And she is human. His boss is yeah, human. Yeah, she is human. Yeah. But she, um, she like, wants the companionship, but she also can't reconcile the fact that he's also a robot, has no feelings, yeah. and he shouldn't have feelings. Because if he right. did, that'd be a problem. Right. And um, one last thing about the forensic scene where they're examining the body is she does order the evidence to be destroyed. Um, she like makes everyone leave the room. Then she says that we need to destroy this evidence um, because she realizes if anyone ever heard that a replicant could give birth, it'd be another war. It'd be another war. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so they destroy it. And right before they leave the room, Kay swipes a little bit of the hair, the replicant's hair. Yeah. So do I you don't know? remember that. Do you know what happens next? Hey, uh, 
he does something to further the plot. <laughs> he does. <laughs> in fact, do exactly what you said. Yeah. He starts to go investigate it. Uh, <laughs> investigate. So he heads to the Wallace Corporation. Okay. So this is where he goes to meet the, the hairless man. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> goes, they, uh, they kind of talk about the blackout a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like there was some blackout that happened. Yeah, during um, the war, or during, during the, the war. famine, because the Tyrell Corporation was kind of blamed for everything, a lot uh-huh. of records were destroyed yes, or they exactly. weren't backed up. Yes, and they're yeah. talking about that as they're going through the record hallways. Like, yes. Um, they finally reach it. He, the hairless replicant, possibly human dude. I don't mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know said. if he's human or not. Yeah. And anyway, he's a weird dude. He uh, lets him look at it alone, I think. Mm -hmm. And he gets the record. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he gets from this. I don't entirely remember. He gives him a data thing. Data thing. And I don't remember exactly (laughs) what's on it. So there's something on it. Is it a name or is it the, the horse? It's sort of, sort of, sort of it's a name. Um, it's an old memory file. Right. With some audio. Oh. Yeah. It belonged to a specific replicant in the past who went missing 30 years before. Right. With a certain Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Named Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember his and name? And that was from The Fugitive. No. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He uh, was just looking for his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his wife's killer. <laughs> I don't care. Anyway. I don't uh, care. I remember, because he goes to the, the memory, like, they think it's a fabricated memory, right? Like, at some point, he thinks it's fake. And they're wondering how does that how could that be done? And they have to go find that person who makes memories for replicants. Well, well he has he has these flashes of memory. Like okay, dreams. I remember that, but how mm-hmm. does that relate? Does does that even relate to what he finds here? No, he wants it to essentially. I think uh, that's the whole whenever you were talking about like we're not sure what he is right. and why he is. And and I can't remember the connection of why. Because he. We won't give it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think happens next? He takes that memory file and gets the hell out of there. Um, <laughs> um, has he talked to that woman yet? The super high tech. Uh, yeah. Replicant woman. With the black hair and. Um, yes, bangs. He has so, talked to her. Yeah, but he's about he's about to essentially. So this all happens kind of just next scene is she greets him mm-hmm. when he gets to that memory file. And um, she's the one that basically says, like, yeah, we've been trying to track down this person for a really, really long time. Thank you for closing the case on her. And um, Kay kind of picks up on the suspicion that there's something wrong with i think her name is love l-u-v right um there's something wrong with her like the way she reacts to finding out that this replicant was dead um so yeah yeah she goes and pulls like the hard file for him and says like oh what's happened and oh this we found her body and 
says, quote unquote, says, thank you for closing the case on her. Trying to remember uh, when it, it does eventually show Wallace with mm-hmm. the newborn replicant. He says something profound and then he kills that replicant. Yeah, but I don't know if love. that. Yeah, yeah, yes. And yeah. I don't remember the context. Because it that, wasn't perfect. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, like, he, he wants what they're afraid of. Yeah. I, he wants the the ability to like birth. Yes. He wants replicates. to be able to create like a perfect being um, by way of using replicants. And if the replicants can give birth, because they can only design it, right? But if they can naturally yes. create it, then it is going to be perfect. And that's what he's trying for. And yes, during that meeting, like love says, like, hey, there's they're looking into there's a Blade Runner looking into so and so that old replicant. All that jazz. Does he basically instruct her to follow him? I don't remember. Yeah, see, like, I can't remember that. I can't remember what exactly what the end of the conversation is. But do you remember the next scene? No, (laughs) (laughs) it's Uh, it's something like it's either going to be him going back to his apartment him talking to the sex worker or him getting the wooden. No, he doesn't get the wooden thing, uh, the horse yet. None of the above. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this will, I'll give you a little start of it. Uh, He does some research into Deckard because now he knows who the people that that was referred to Rachel and Deckard, the old Blade Runner. Was it was a recording when he uh, was testing her in the first movie? Yeah, I think the memory files, like the ending, whenever um, he was recording something and testing her. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Deckard and yeah, Black. Deckard. Yeah. Don't remember Rick her name. Deckard and Black. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. Rachel. No. All these movies are coming together. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but he does a quick research um, on Deckard and finds out that he had an old Blade Runner colleague who was in the old movie. Who is that? The dude that makes little origami. Yeah. Edward James almost. Yes. Yeah. And so he goes to find him and he's living in a retirement home. So do you kind of remember that scene? No, (laughs) I remember (laughs) that it happens, but I don't remember what they talk about. Like as he goes there and he says a thing and he leaves. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's him because he's already doing the origami and he Mm -hmm. puts it on the table. Correct. I don't remember if it's a horse. I feel like there's symbolism with the one he makes. Uh, the one I think he makes like a little bull. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Not at all related. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Um. So he, it's a very quick conversation, but essentially he just asks him about Deckard. What was it about him? Did he ever feel like he? Do you know why he disappeared? And Gaff, that's his name, the other Blade Runner. Um. Tells him that Deckard and Rachel, Rachel fell in love. They eloped. Um, and then they disappeared together. And he said that he always felt like Deckard was done. You know, he didn't want to be a, a Blade Runner anymore. He didn't want to hunt replicants anymore. Yeah. So back to the scenes I was mentioning. Yes. <laughs> Does so, any, of, any of those happen next? Um, Yes. So yes. your the next scene is Kay walking through like the city the and city. going to buy some dinner, and then this woman comes up, just accosts him, 
yeah. and says, hey, I'm a sex worker. You want the sex? No, I don't think that happens. But yeah, he alludes to being a Blade Runner or no, there's a woman that's with her that knows he's a Blade Runner, right? Uh, sort of. She I think she can pick up. That that's what he was. Um, she comes over to him and she like basically tries to seduce him and notices that he has the little um, hologram stick right on him and he's mm-hmm. like she's so she's like oh you're not really into real girls are you and um yeah and leaves him alone at first do you know where the next scene goes though <laughs> this is i'll give you the beginning of the scenes because i'm sure once you hear it you'll realize yeah so yes what happens is it cuts to back to the station where love Wallace's like uh, replicant she, assistant like, break the face of no she hits a guy in the neck <laughs> yeah totally breaks his neck he lays down and it's the creepiest looking thing Very. because his he's chin like, is touching his chest yeah and it's all like bent and blood yeah. coming out of his eyes and stuff but she goes to the police station to collect the evidence yeah Rachel's yeah. body she just breaks his neck from the front it's the mm-hmm. craziest thing yeah one hit anyway um she tries to get the evidence, but they destroyed it, right? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, the evidence hadn't been destroyed, so she was getting it to keep it out of their hands. Get all uh, the record of does it. Does she end up going to the chief and killing her too? I don't remember if it's in this scene that she does that, right? But maybe. I'm trying to piece it together in my head and it's just not coming. Um, no, because I know that does happen at some point. I don't think she does yet. I think she kills her later. Because she gives. Oh, yes, that's right. Later on, that maybe this will ring a bell. His police chief, his boss gives him warning that like, hey. You're going to be hunted down now because. They think that you did something wrong or they think that you might be this rep- replicant or something like that. She gives him warning, so he gets to flee. Okay. And then Love shows up after that, and it's like, where did he go? And when she doesn't tell him, tell her. That's when she dispatches her. But that's later, right before I was going to say, because he still has to do that scene Mm -hmm. with the sex worker. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So the very next scene is Kay going back to the farm. Um to look through his stuff closer Mm -hmm. because he wants to look for more clues. He wants to find out who this replicant was. And if she had a child, where did the child go? Right. Um, And he finds like a little baby sock. He finds a picture of the picture. I remember of Rachel holding the baby. Um, Which suggests that she survived the pregnancy. Right. And and that there were probably people helping her um, and keeping the other, the baby secret and all the that. Baby. Yeah. And he, then he, then he finds like the carving of the tree. It was buried. So there was more details to it. So he brushes away the dirt and finds a date. Six, okay. 10, 21. So he's trying to, he's piecing together. Like who could this baby his- be? His birth date. Um, I yes. feel like he finds that out. Yeah. Yes. It's like when he was. Yes. Created because he 
because uh, he's having the, he's had these dreams, but he doesn't know why he has these dreams. And it's that dream of that memory of a right. kid running through and hunting or chasing down, trying to find his little toy horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You find out why he has them. He gets some information. Child. Doesn't he get information that they hid the child Mm -hmm. at an orphanage? Yes. And that's why he goes to the orphanage. Mm -hmm. You're kind of remembering. It's just hard to put it all together. I remember him looking at that, like that machine that is. That has the DNA or something. Mm hmm. And he also is comparing it to the date. Yeah. What am I remembering here? So when he finds that date on the tree, um, he burns the farm down. He bastard. He calls his boss. Well, he he does it. I think so. No one else can find anything else on (laughs) it. He's like, I hate this. Yeah. (laughs) Torches it. No. And so he reports it to his boss. She. Um, tells him that, hey, the remains of Rachel are gone and asks him about this memory. And even though he knows that it's probably a fake memory, he being he remembers being chased by some other kids through this old factory where they worked and there was a carving of the horse and he hid it inside of a furnace. Yes. Yeah. And he remembers the horse had a date on it, the exact same date that the tree had. Yeah, hmm. but he doesn't tell his boss that. Go on. <laughs> so she says, "I said, why don't we? Why don't you go look at a DNA bank to identify the child to try to find out who it was? Because yeah, because they can, um, if he can track down the people that were born on that date, then maybe he could find who it was. Right, and he ends up finding two files. Right, one male, one female." Mm-hmm. One of them like makes him think it's him. Yes. And this is where he starts to get off baseline. Isn't that like. Yes. Like because he starts, he to, starts to wonder, think. Am, am I human? Yeah. <laughs> or am I a born replicant? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. do they do the baseline test right after this scene mm-hmm. or soon? Yeah. So and the DNA um, pops up with both kids that pop up on that date they have the exact same dna um and that only works if they're identical twins and they're the same gender so right they know that one of them isn't real right but he hopes he kind of is hoping in yeah. his head you get this impression that i hope i'm the one like maybe it's me maybe the boy's the real one and i'm the child yes Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it goes to the orphanage from here. Yeah. And I think there were records that said that the girl had some sort of genetic disease. And um, so Kay right. at this point thinks, okay, she's not the real one. The boy is maybe the boy is hiding at the or- orphanage. Yeah. So he goes there. Mm-hmm. After he goes there, he's almost killed by uh people around yeah. and they are killed by some airship love yeah love from the satellite you know fires missiles and, sh- and she's she protects him because she wants 
like yeah, she wants whatever he's looking for. Exactly. So he's she's letting him basically go find it yeah. and then I'll come kill it. <laughs> and I like, wouldn't you be like, what is happening? Why? Yeah, he did <laughs> wonder because he saw like when he was laying on the ground about to be killed, he saw like the little glimmer out in space, mm-hmm. like a little flicker of light. And then, yeah, the missiles started coming down, bombardment, killing everything. In brutal after, ways, like they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exploding bodies. <laughs> and she's just on the couch, like getting her nails done mm-hmm. and exactly ordering it with just a little eyepiece. Yes. Um, so he after that scene, he goes to find the the manager, I guess, you know, uh, the one that actually sells these orphans off, yeah. I think, because that was the first thing he does. He's, he tries to be like, oh, we we. Or he denies that he does that. I don't remember because mm-hmm. he realizes he's actually a Blade Runner. I don't Yes, Got some confused memories here. Yeah, he shows up there. He gets the orphanage. It's and then, the, yeah, like you said, there's a guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically using the kids as cheap labor. Yes. Yeah. And. He gets them to show him the old files. He goes to their office. He looks through the old files. He doesn't really find anything, mm-hmm. but he because starts to recognize. Out. Yeah, he starts to recognize the environment, though. Yes. And that's when he goes to look through the furnace. Mm-hmm. And he finds mm-hmm. the horse. Yes. The wooden horse. My God. Yep. And, and to him. At this moment, I think it's supposed to feel like, like a confirmation. Mm-hmm. He's you like, know? my memory is real because the thing exists. Yes. 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 And yes. <laughs> he takes it. He takes the horse back. See, I'm not going to stop thinking about the sex worker scene because I'm like, where the <laughs> it, hell? It, does it's this about fit? to come up. It's about to come <laughs> up. So um, um, he takes the wooden horse. He returns to the station upset. Um, and he doesn't stay on baseline. Okay. He's like, you're um, way off baseline. Yeah. And you're then, way off base, man. Yeah. And so he does return home because he doesn't know what to make of it. He's freaking out. Okay. Um, Joy is the name of his. Joy. It, of it's an acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she says, like, it must be real. You must be the child um, saying that you were born instead of made and you have a soul and and all of this stuff. And. And so she says, like, you deserve a different name. Like, she gives them a name, essentially. Do you remember what it is? Not at all. I no? don't remember this. No. Yeah, it's Joe. Joe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Really? That's what you got, Joe? Yeah, okay. and <laughs> Kay, Kay, I think, is still struggling with not sh- sure if this is all real. Um, so then he suggests that he goes and finds out um, so he he either goes to the man that looks at the wood or he goes to the memory person. Yeah, the memory person, the memory person. This yes. scene is pretty great. Mm-hmm. She he goes he's outside like in a. Like a room that's separated by glass. Correct. From because, her because she has she's a, in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And Which you don't know this yet, but yes. yeah. Yeah. But she's designing a memory when he comes in or it's like mm-hmm. it looks like a room full of uh like a jungle like it like mm-hmm. foliage at first yes and then it all disappears mm-hmm. 
she walks up says hello what are you doing here yep and he asks her i think directly if memories can be real yeah or like can a real memory be put into a replicant mm-hmm. and she kind of brushes it off and explains what she does is making memories and why memories are great and what they can do yes to help you know build a personality with replicant and he finally uploads the memory for her and she watches it uh-huh yeah it's exactly right yeah and well you find out later it's her memory yes so she, so she starts him. to get emotional yes and you don't know why Mm-hmm. but uh i can't remember her response i don't know like she, she tries to hide it yeah she she just says she doesn't give him any other information she gets emotional tear a couple tears start following or following <laughs> or following, following her or following her. <laughs> or, yeah. no, the tears are following her <laughs> they start to fall down her cheek and she says yes this memory is real and that's basically the end of the conversation because Kay gets super angry like he yeah. yells and then he leaves and as soon as he goes outside he's picked up by some guy <laughs> it is some guys uh he's picked up by the police because he didn't check in after failing his baseline test oh so yeah. i don't know what happens now this the, is where he, um does he meet directly his, with his chief yes exactly and he's she's like you know why you were brought in you failed your baseline test um which means they might retire you and then Kay tells her that he figured it out. He knows who the kid is. And um, you know what That's happens the next. end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he leaves and prepares yeah, to leave. She, like he goes to his apartment. She, yeah, she right? suspends him. Um, that, and, okay, like she's like, okay, hey, you're suspended, and you you'll have basically two days to get out of here and disappear, um, and that's it. So he goes home. Goes home. Yep. Joy sets up the the rendezvous because she feels like he needs it after and, all of that crap. Because and she feels inadequate. She can't. Too. Yeah, like she knows she can't give him everything that he needs, and so yes. He yeah. gets the sex worker to the sexy worker yeah. comes up there and the weirdness happens where she projects herself over top mm -hmm. of the sex worker and they try yeah. to sink like speed, but still it doesn't really sink. Yeah, just barely off. Yeah. I I don't know if I could deal with that if I was him. <laughs> yeah, like, this is real weird. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the that happens. He wakes up the next morning. She takes something of his. She doesn't take anything. She puts something. Puts something on him, like a tracking device mm -hmm. on his yeah. trench coat that he wears all the time. Yeah, because something you didn't mention is when he first encounters her out in the streets, um, she was sent over there by somebody who was hooded, which we find out is love, um, to find out oh. what he knows. 
So she's working. Below. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I thought she was working with that other chick, the like leader of the resistance. Uh, with no. one eye. No. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was. I thought it was love. She sends like three of them over to his table. And when he to, with the express like mission of go find out what he knows. And when he refuses her at first, it seems like missions over. But now that she was brought into his apartment, she puts a tracking device on there. Hmm. I thought it was pretty sure it's love because they use the, the tracking device to go find out where he goes because they're really looking for. I thought Deckard they used something too. else to figure that out. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway. There's the rest of the movie to find out. Okay, let's go. So <laughs> he goes after this scene, he leaves and goes to Las Vegas. No, he goes to the guy to look at the wood. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's real. It's and that's real. rare. And it only right. grows in Las Vegas. <laughs> so we can't know. Yeah. I can't and- remember. How he gets to Las Vegas. From he does this tell um, he does tell Joy at that moment. He's like a bunch of people might be coming to look for me. I'm not going to be able to return to the apartment. So you have a choice. You can either stay here. Or you can permanently be transferred to the little mobile device. But if something happens to the mobile device, she'll be gone That's forever. It. Yeah. And she says, I want to be with you. So. That's I think that's how they track him was Joy because it's a Wallace um, device. Maybe it is. I think it's Joy that they track. But she she did put a tracking device yeah. on his jacket, yeah, yeah, yeah. but maybe it was anyway. for something else. Yeah. The thing with the okay. guy and the wood and Las Vegas. Wood mm-hmm. equals Las Vegas in my mind. I don't know why. But he goes he, there. Yeah. And it's crazy cool cinematography. Uh, he somehow manages to figure out where Deckard is there. He uses the it's drone. The of course, yeah, wood equals Deckard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's that obvious. Wood the deck. wood is Deckard. <laughs> it's decking wood. <laughs> it's decking wood. Um, Sand no, the, the dude <laughs> that he goes to find out about the wood tells him that there's traces of uh, like a certain radioisotope that only comes from this one area of the city. Ah, that's and it. so he's like, OK, I guess I got to go look for him there. Yep, I got to find the orange atmosphere. Yeah. And he has no idea. Like, he doesn't know who's out there. He just knows that the the toy came originally from this area. So surely whoever gave the child the toy horse is also from that area. Yeah. So Wood equals Deckard. Mm-hmm. He goes to. uh <laughs> This place, isn't it like an Elvis museum? Yeah, it's like a hotel casino thing. Yeah, hotel casino. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, he goes in there. Yep. Finds Deckard, and they have like a weird hide-and-go-seek mm-hmm. in the, the area where it's it's all Elvis themed because it starts playing music and stopping the music, yes. playing the music, stopping the music. And it's so quiet. I, I mean, the dude that uh, directed this movie... Yes. Who just has blown up, you know, uh, but Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Um, yeah. Just so good. He's so good. He's so good. But anyway, sound design, cinematography in this movie is off the charts. Oh, but yes, he, he has uh, this altercation with uh, Deckard. Deckard. Yeah. And it's, I feel like 
out of the entire film, this is the one scene where Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he like, has a he's got a little uh, cheeky wit about him. Yeah, because and that, he doesn't fight back. No, he's yeah. just like, really, this is what. Yeah, he's I, like, okay, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lets him um, beat him up. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, dude, and because scene, of that, because of that, Deckard like basically says like, okay, clearly you're not here to kill me, but I'm still being hunted. Um, and then that's when Kay starts to ask him questions about Rachel. Was she actually pregnant? Um, you know, and all that. And he confirms that she was, but he never saw the child. So he doesn't know what the child looks like. Yes. Yeah. They did what they had to do to hide the child, mm-hmm. which meant they went their separate ways because Deckard was ways. being hunted down because he was uh, abandoning his post as a blade runner. Mm hmm. And then he went to Las Vegas. Yes, he did. He went to go hide in this zone. Because which... gambling in this situation. <laughs> Where else Vegas. would you want to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gambling with my life. Might as well go to yeah. Vegas. Um, uh, he they, he showed like he told him like he showed the other replicants how to tamper with birth records, you know, to get basically get everything to hide the trail to hide the person, yeah. Yeah, hide the child. So they basically would never there's no way they could ever find out who she was. Right. And this is, is this where he realizes it's not him? Like he realizes there's no way I could be the child and it kind of, wait, no, it isn't. Cause he hasn't revealed the gender yet. Mm-mm. No, no. He just says so, child. There's some more dialogue and then love shows up. Yeah. Yes. And Deckard, like some alarms go off cause he has the whole area like, be trapped in security yeah Yeah. and so he's like someone must have followed uk and they start to run to k's car or his ship and it gets blown up and then they get ambushed kind of remember this love destroys joy yes yeah because joy comes out and she says like her last goodbye right before yeah Joy stomps on it, mm-hmm. destroys it. I think is K shot. I think um, they shot K. No, yeah, yeah. K is shot. K is like more, almost mortally wounded. Yes, at this point, and then they take Deckard, um, and take him back to Wallace. Right, they take him back to Wallace, and they leave K to die. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they this, just assume he's dead. And this is why the resistance. Uh-huh. Shows up. And they take they take a K yes. to a place. Yes. And then they start talking to him about BS and Yes. <laughs> and how he's like, You are not the child. Yes, they oh, told you. You thought like, you were the child, didn't yes. you? Uh-huh. Yeah, it gives them the final like answer, like, you're not the child. And they yeah, explain that Rachel man. died in childbirth. Um was the photo of fake i don't remember yeah um but yeah that conversation happens he's sad and pissed but then he has resolve to help deckard after the scene right yeah so uh deckard is to be transported off world 
but he has to see Wallace first. I'm trying to remember mm. what he goes. He's brought to Wallace first. Yeah, he's brought to Wallace first, and yeah. they show a replicant that's designed to be exactly like Rachel, except the flies, her eyes aren't the same, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sway Deckard at all. Points it out. Yeah, and they before before that, like the resistance, um, they tell Kay like you need to go save. Deckard because Wallace will do anything possible to get information from him to find out where the child is because if Wallace wants to be able to just create self-perpetuating right like uh, procreating um replicants and so he wants to find the child because he feels like that'll be the key to everything I imagine um, he thought it would be cost effective for replicants to just yeah because he could just could under keep, his control yeah, yeah exactly and so they're like you need to go save him yeah. Uh, so he does. Yeah. And I mean, not yet, but he, he will. <laughs> <laughs> he will. So, he so goes, he this is, you're That's correct. Movie. Yeah. No, um, this is correct. This is where the uh, interaction between Deckard and Wallace happens. And he brings out this replicant, Rachel, mm-hmm. who isn't actually Rachel. No. To Rachel. toy with his emotions. His emotion, his emotions are toyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he is thrown into the back of a, a car ship. Yes. And they go across, I guess, a bay or ocean area mm-hmm. to um, an area where they will go off world. Because he, he says something about the torch device that will get the information he needs is not yes. on this planet. Correct. So at this point, K goes after them in a separate. Uh-huh ship yes they crash in the shore and there's lots of uh drowning situations yes yeah because um, deckard's still tied up inside the vehicle as it yes. slowly goes filling into with water the, yes into and the ocean. k and is love, fighting love yeah love is beating the crap out yeah. of k yeah clearly much better <laughs> yes but yeah. she's the one problem is she just is so full of herself and she just screams at him. And she's like, you're not going to yeah. win. And uh, yeah. he does go back to her when she goes back in the car to get K mm-hmm. and uh, to get Deckard. K follows her and yep. then drags her under and somehow drowns her. Yeah, I think he like gives her like one big super punch that keeps her under the water and so yeah. the super punch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. uh, he saves Deckard and takes Deckard to the memory girl. Yeah. Yes. And, and and he, I mean, there's kind of like a key line making you think that Deckard might be out of the woods. Because um, Deckard just says, like, you should have just let her kill me. And he did. And Kay says, like, I did. Um, he said, the whole world's going to think that you drown here. Because yeah. the vehicles are going to be taken, you know, the vehicles went down, they're going to sink, and they'll all think he's dead. They have no technology to search. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then we're almost to the end here. What happens next? And he takes him to the memory chick, and uh-huh. he, Kay stays outside and lets Deckard go in. And Kay is still, doesn't he still have a wound where he was shot again by love? Because yes. he lays well, on the steps. She stabbed him. She stabbed yes. him. Yeah. He he lays on the steps and it starts snowing. Which yeah. is kind of a 
nice motif compared to the first film, which was raining at the end. And in this film, it's snowing. And I like that. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then it shows Deckard meeting his child for the first time. But there's no real exchange because the movie doesn't let you see that. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the end of the movie. Yep, and that's the end of Blade Runner forever. You'll never he see brought, yeah, he brought Deckard to essentially his daughter. Yes. Yeah, which he because he never got to see the child and all of that, and clearly he figured out um, that oh, the girl is the 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 child, and she had a genetic disorder. That's why she was in the glass bubble, and she had all these memories, and yeah, she used some of her real memories in some of the replicants, which is why Kay just happened to end up with one of her real memories. Yes. Yeah. Um, is the genetic disorder real or was that just a fabrication to keep her in uh, the no, same I, area? I think it happened to be real. Huh. Well, they did check that out. But maybe not. But they don't say it was fabricated. Hmm. So It would seem like it would be just to prevent her from walking around and like people getting suspicious. But then somebody like would have you know, checked, te- checked your DNA <laughs> real quick. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> you have, she has a job for Wallace. True. Yeah. And, but Wallace had no idea what, who she was or had any reason, but like, I, I would imagine you would have gone to the doctor at some point and they would have been like, no, you don't have a genetic disorder. Oh, I would you imagine. are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But, or maybe the gen- genetic disorder made them think she was real. And they never questioned it. Mm, yeah. One, one way or the other. Yeah, one way or another. But I'm going to find yeah, out whenever you watch this. <laughs> yeah. It's very linear and the scenes are very long. It's a two hour and 45 minute movie. Like, yeah. They're very long. There's actually not a lot of scenes, like individual scenes, but they're very spread out. Lots of exposition. Um, lots of I, insane music when yeah, you're in the theater. Music. Wow. <laughs> great sound effects, great music, great cinematography. Um, it's not like out of this world acting, but you know, right? They don't have a lot it, of it's material. All on this world, <laughs> <laughs> it's all on Earth. <laughs> it's but it's a really, I think it's a really good movie. It is, I love it. Um, even though, I, I mean, I think it was a success, but I don't think it was just as big as they were hoping it to be. Um, but kind of glad it, it wasn't. Yeah, I like I like it for what it is, and I like how it's a sequel to the first one. I like mm-hmm. how it works together. Yeah, it's not too much of a spectacle mm-hmm. to like phone it in for money. Right, it's not crap. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too over the top action, and yeah, and it's I liked even the story. Like yes. for for resurrecting a movie that was yes thirty years old at that time to give it a sequel, the story wasn't crap. The right. twist wasn't crap. Like it was well done, well written and all that. Yeah. So I like the whole idea of the the existential dread of the, mm-hmm. the replicant. Just all of a sudden he's given hope and yeah. it's taken away. Yep, yeah. it's taken away. But he, he still, still does, does the right thing. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the, he does it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he still does the right thing. He does it anyway, even if it means that he'd die for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Well, then I think that's it. I think you did pretty well, but you're going to go watch the movie and yes. I want to watch it too. So, um, 
in the meantime, we're going to leave you with this little bit of uh, the only time Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling in this movie. We could keep it this or we could get a drink. I'll take the drink. Okie dokie. So uh, you watched it and I understand you took a lot of notes. <laughs> I did. I took three pages of notes and I Good don't understand God. any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it, sometimes when I'm taking, I like usually take them on my phone. And then when we come back to it, I'm like, I, I use too much shorthand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why did I write down those three words? <laughs> I was like, I just need to make a little note. It'll, surely it'll jog my memory. Nothing, yeah. Nothing's jogged. It's all. Yeah. Weird. We ended up going to grab some dinner getting stuck in some like road work traffic so it took us forever to get to dinner and then we were i wanted to go get some ice cream <laughs> so we went to go get ice cream and we haven't seen jenny's ice cream that busy in a while but there was a line out the door and we're like well we're already here let's go ahead and do that long story short uh by the time we got back it was like when I texted you, if you were still watching it, like 8.30 our time, and we, yeah. I just started it. So I did not finish it. I got through about half of it. I had I had watched half of it, and then like took two hours away from it, and then got back to it and finished it like at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So the first thing I want to say is... Uh, I have a completely different memory of that scene with Ryan Gosling in that damn, like, Elvis, you know, reenactment area. Yeah, yeah. You thought it was a bit more. The I thought he was, was more a bit more expansive, yeah. sarcastic or ish. You know. Yeah. During the fight, totally not. It's not at all that way. I mean, he is a little bit. A very uh, one. Yeah, the very end. Yes. That's yeah, it. I, I'll take the drink. Like yeah, I was it. already trying to tell you, I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> I'll take the drink. Let's, um, let's go have a drink. Yeah. I just had the only to say thing, that. I had a completely different memory of it. I guess it was yeah. a different movie that just kind of spilled over into this in my mind. The only thing that I noticed while watching it that I remembered you getting not like blatantly wrong, but it does really like set up the audience to actually follow the investigation is when he's looking at the DNA examples. It's clear that somebody made a copy of a real person and then they had that person die well what they they made the records look like the person died it said the girl had died from a genetic disorder yeah basically throwing anybody off the trail if they ever discovered it being like oh they're dead yeah um and we i think originally were like the girl's alive it was the boy that was dead or it must be somebody else or we we were a little bit off on the investigation part, but yeah. Don't remember at all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so talking you, about it, but yeah. uh, so I'm going to look at, I'm going to tell you what I wrote. Like, yeah, the first thing that popped out of me was joy. Um, yes. Just she, I guess I wrote this down. It's, I was like different outs, outfits slash mm -hmm. spastic lives to please. Like, I think the scene where she suggests, why don't you read this book to me? It's your favorite. And then he's like, I don't yes. feel like it. And then he's like, I didn't want to read it anyway. And she throws the book mm -hmm. <laughs> and she immediately changes clothes right? and then changes them again. And yep. it's like she's just doing whatever she can to make him happy. Yeah. 
She's um, programmed to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like on the roof in the rain when she says, I'm so happy when I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And he says, you didn't have to say that. Right. Like he allows him to be vulner himself to be vulner- vulnerable around her <laughs> because he needs it. But then also that just shows like he's fully aware she's programmed yeah. to, you know, to yes. make him feel loved. Yes. Yeah. Um, the amount of times that that's pointed out in the movie yes. by other characters like, oh, so you're you already have somebody yeah. like do you how do you mm-hmm. like our products one right love jabs him with and um mariette i think is the sex worker Mar- yes mariette mm-hmm. yeah mariette and uh she says oh looks like you don't like real girls quote unquote right and that's another thing that's pointed out a couple times in this movie uh when she goes out in the rain i had to write this down uh on another page but right when she has her hand out, they do that shot three times mm-hmm. in the movie. She has her hand out for the rain. The rain yes. is real. She isn't. Yes. Later, he has his hand out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Feeling the rain. He's yeah. feeling the snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The snow falling and watching it melt in his hand. Yes. Yeah. Immediately after that, it shows uh, Dr. Anna Staline, who's the daughter. Yes. In her imaginary environment. She has her hand out. The snow's fake. Mm -hmm. And it's falling through her hand, so she can't feel it. Right. I was just like, that's a little motif. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wanting Um, wanting to feel something. And she has her hand out because she's never left isolation, so she has no idea what it feels like. Yeah. And Joy still doesn't know what it feels like. And what I figured out is during that season, I'm pretty sure, obviously, it's not like, oh, how is the hologram suddenly solid? It must like be registering there is rain. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it starts to reject what the rain would look like hitting her hand. Yeah. But she's still she's programmed for all of this. So she doesn't actually experience it. Yeah. Even no. though they make it f- her seem like she does. Yeah. Yeah. There's like different levels of real uh, yes. throughout the movie um, and how it's perceived by everyone. Right. Uh so I, I said I wrote that down anyway. And yeah. then uh, Joy's sound. I didn't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Peter and the Wolf. Am I crazy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. What didn't I remember that? Um, I have some I wrote some random <laughs> things. Well, just keep like, telling us. Why, about them, why even bring this up? It's just one sentence. And I'm like, why <laughs> did I write this? Down? I was like, oh, that was great. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah. it's kind of dumb. <laughs> say this. No, Chief I want to hear makes, them all. Chief makes the no soul jab like, yes, he has no soul. Like mm-hmm. it just had to have. But she also kind of uh, their relationship is I think we said it in the recalling was seemed strained yeah but i think she is also a little protective of him because yeah she makes that jab but then also on the way out the door she's like you've been getting by just fine without one exactly um yeah, yeah. that's exactly kind of like saying like you're doing okay without a soul like don't think about it yeah yeah and uh the next thing i wrote down was the the moving light in the data archive it's yeah. cool Very to cool. look at. Like, it's so cool. And then thinking about it more, I feel like it would stress me out 
all the time. <laughs> if I was actually in there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, this light. Aziz, light. <laughs> <laughs> like it's moving. It's like a sped up uh, sunlight going like, you know, yes. time lapse. And yeah. I was just like, what? One thing I did notice is, you know, I like Jared Leto, but just like in micro doses, maybe yeah. because he doesn't have a lot of screen time on this. But when he's on it, he's really annoying. The I voice. Was, I, I don't was, like his voice. Everything that he says and does is cool. Like as far as the yeah. dialogue. Yes. I, ta- I take that separately from his performance. Like it, like the, what he has to say is, you know, it makes for the, the little amount of screen time he's in there. It's good yeah, for yeah. that. But then I'm like, it's also Jared Leto. Yeah. And I don't, I can't like combine them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, he's, dialogue was okay. With, like I did notice, you know, the scene where he inspects the new model replicant yeah, yeah, and yeah. is ultimately disappointed with it. Um, one, why, <laughs> why would she, uh, <laughs> cause it immediately cuts this. Like she's just barely clinging on to this, uh, sheet of plastic oh yeah yeah um, and then slips off at the last second like how long was she just slowly sliding down this sheet of plastic (laughs) was there not a better way to bring in a replicant um but no when he basically gives you a christopher nolan-esque explanation of what's going on that Mm -hmm. whole scene is just so that the audience can hear him say I can't make replicants fast enough for us to take advantage of these new worlds that we're on. Um, And so we need slaves in the forms of replicants and I need to make them faster. So I need them to be able to procreate just enough to show the audience what his motives are and how his ego is so, so beyond anything, you know, right? Like there's that scene where Deckard says, you don't have any children. You couldn't possibly understand. He's like, I have millions. It's yeah. like, yeah, but that, you, you know, <laughs> you're just a jerk. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next thing I wrote. <laughs> yeah, it's just not profound in any way. I just wrote love named by Wallace. He named you like the scene yeah. where he like points it out. And I almost, when you look at her face and her reaction, it's almost like a jab or an insult. You exactly. know what I mean? It's like, oh, he named you. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of accepted that he was a replicant in it before kind of all these revelations had come across. Like, he knew what he was. Yeah. What his job was. And she, just hearing that, I'm sure she was like, I'm more than more than you are. Yeah, I, mean, I am more to him. you. Yeah. I am the best. Isn't that like what she says at the end? I am. Yeah, I think so. And he and Wallace actually says that on the way out of that um, new model scene. He says, you will find the baby or the child for me and you will bring him to me. Um, Bring me the child. Yeah. And he says, you are the best of us love or you're the best of them love. Yeah. Date on the tree triggers memory. That's the next thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we we said that when we're when we're talking about the how he had uh, visions and flashes. Yes. That was the very first time he had one. Right. Was when he saw the, the date. Because then he remembered there was a yeah. date on the bottom of the horse I was hiding. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that scene when the DNA, when he's looking at the DNA in that little mm-hmm. scope, that's when uh, joy points it out. It's like, you left this, this part of the story out yes. when you were telling it to the chief. Right. Um, 
because he wasn't sure if he's the actual child or yeah. not. Yeah. So on that note, that's something that I noticed that I just really liked. I'm a Ryan Gosling fan. I do like him. Um, and it's not even a long bit, but when he goes to see the doctor to find out is my memory real to mm -hmm. confirm I live this, I found the toy. Um, and she tells him it does like that rage that he has right then is really palpable. Yeah. Like the scream is really good. I don't know. It just, it's, it's everyone. I don't know. Can relate to that level of frustration at one point where you just want to build it up and scream really yeah. quickly. And it's just good. He's, yeah. he's great. He's, I feel like I was watching this and I was thinking about both Ryan Gosling and the woman who played love were perfect. Yeah, she's great in yes. their roles. Like, yeah, she was amazing in this movie. Agreed. And I expected to see her a ton, like in more movies. Mm. I don't think I've right. seen her, seen her in a preview for one, but I have not seen her since. Anyway, right. um, I said Coco got killed from the front. He got killed from the back. The yeah, it was from the back. Medical examiner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's still brutal. <laughs> it is. It's still brutal. And he's human, even though he's totally human. Doesn't look human. Yeah. You know he, what I mean? He, he didn't says, act human. He says, it's like, oh, it's really good for a skin job. Or, yep. you know, and then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the the scene where the lieutenant and Kay are talking. Yeah. And she says, what happens if I finish that? You know, yes. But the implication that she wants something mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah. But Kay, like he's supposed to obey her every command. Yeah. He doesn't follow the bait. He says, no. don't you need me to get back to work? Right. And that's and she's like, fine. She leaves. And in that moment, there's a there's a annoying jump cut there. Like she pours a glass, she drinks it real quick. And then it jump cuts to her sitting down and him sitting down. They mm -hmm. must have been talking talking about the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she, her realizing that. Yes. They, um, you know what the implications of what was happening might be and that what's that's what drove her to being like hmm what would happen if i finish that drink yeah and yeah but that jump cut was really annoying it didn't need to be there but i get it passage of time i totally didn't even think about it yeah <laughs> if, if you go back and watch it just watch that that bit like from when that she pours part. the first drink and the camera's up high and at their eye level and then it just jump cuts to down low sitting with them and time has passed obviously more drinks have had been had yeah. but it just doesn't flow it's jarring the dna archive is in japanese uh-huh <laughs> that's all i wrote i was like it's the voice is in japanese yeah i understand the multicultural implications of the future and like how they had that mm -hmm. i was just like what why he yeah. speaks english whatever well, and you like when he's in the city, most of the There's, advertisements bounce yeah. between English and Japanese. Um, Japanese. And, uh, there are some Russian stuff. Yeah. The CCP um, was mentioned. Like I saw something about it mm. in there. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was quirky. Dang. Yeah. And then uh, what else did I say? The flashback. I could be wrong. 
but I want to say the girl in his like memory uh-huh. where he thinks it's him has brown eyes and she has, he has hair. blue yeah and he has blue eyes yeah and more blondish hair yeah but so i think something i picked up on and it may not tell me if if you think about it if it, you think it's true but so when they show the orphanage half the kids have shaved heads and yeah. some of them don't mm-hmm. the boys have shaved heads the girls don't and so that in the memory the memory the orphan that's being chased has hair and she mm. and being chased by a bunch of people who had buzzed heads. So they were chasing a girl. I need to look at that again. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, obviously the hair versus the no hair was obvious to me. Yeah. Obviously obvious. But yeah, I kind of pieced orphanage, it together. I didn't really notice anyone with hair when he was there. Oh yeah. Like physically yeah. there. When they're looking at the kids and stuff, a bunch of them have like longer hair or some semi long ponytails. I noticed yeah. all the shaved heads. I didn't really realize that. Yeah. But that's another and thing so, I thought about was you only see kids there in the orphanage. Yeah. The rest of the movie, oh, yeah, you don't yeah. see kids at all. That's right. And it's like the amount of like billboard size nudity and violence, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the city. You don't see kids. Right. Um, the next thing I wrote down. Yeah. The the cool little spear hook with the kite attached to it that yes, caused the cool. lightning to strike it. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. clever. It's like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Yep. Uh, the horse ashtray at the orphanage. It's so yeah. like, there's a shot of it, but I remember the first time I saw it when he's turning it around to show the yeah. horse head. Like, I don't think it, it took me a moment to figure out what it was that he was looking at. And mm. That's what makes him look for the wooden horse in the like that yes. boiler room it made him think like any when they were heading to the records room he looked down a yeah, passageway he and he, he was like that's the same one but then decides yeah it's not you know what it's right. not real he's trying to convince himself it's not real yeah and you're right and then he sees that and he goes i have to go look yes uh yeah. dr anna staline has an accent she does <laughs> And even though she grew up in a bubble. Exactly. That's that was one thing that like was like, why does she have an accent? Yeah. (laughs) But forgivable. She was she did a great job. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's for forgivable because she did a great job and it's a very charming accent. Yes, it is. Yeah. It it really works for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could listen to her talk and talk and talk. Really yeah, you really could. Um it's a little little thing I wrote. She's in a box of unreal away from the real. Yep. <laughs> Man, you were getting deep as you I were. Was, uh, I was like, oh, there's some symbology. <laughs> delirious from <laughs> lack of sleep because you stayed up way past your bedtime. <laughs> You're like, it's but the it's, real on the outside, cool. man. <laughs> she's in a box of unreal, man. And man, she's outside, been in a bubble since she was yeah. eight. How can she picture She's a rainforest? She's the realest forest? thing in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately after that is when I wrote about the hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But you're uh, not wrong. Like, that's a really good shot comparison with the hands. Yeah. Like, all of these people that he has this shot of, they're all trying to figure out who they are and if and they're trying to figure out what's real. Exactly. One way or another. Or they're trying to experience experience it one Reality. way or another. Yeah. 
One thing uh, I will say about the movie as a whole, just because you brought up the doctor and like the visual effects of her creating the memories. Oh, that's so good. It's so crisp. And that's the thing about the visual effects houses that the studios that may are making these Dennis Villeneuve um, movies, they got it. You know they what I mean? Do. Like they, this movie is full of so many visual effects, but they're done so well that they feel practical, which is very I rare. I was thinking very about rare. that too. I was like, I love that he felt that he could just put fog over all of this mm-hmm. and not showcase it. That's the yeah. best thing about this. <laughs> there's a, there's visual effects breakdowns that show them building these environments and literally they have so much detail. And so you see all these r- yeah. um, rough polygon shaped buildings and then adding detail, detail, and then coated with yes, fog. Exactly. And you can't see like half of it. fog over all of this. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. the, you know, all of those VFX artists yeah. are like, damn it, that was my work, man. <laughs> but it looks like his his car. And, mm-hmm. I mean, just everything is so clean, so crisp and not overdone that yeah. they, they truly do look practical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little thing I missed. So we kept talking about how uh, love found him mm-hmm. uh, when he gets to Deckard. It it's was the not tracker. from Joy, and it's not from the tracker. So the LAPD have a GPS installed in K and all of their Blade Runners. Uh, she pulls yeah. it up. That's right. When she kills the lieutenant, she goes to her monitor, and she's typing in K's like serial number. Yeah, and she hits enter, and it immediately takes. Like takes it to yeah Las Vegas, but they did put a tracker on his jacket. Yeah, but that and was it. For was love that the hired resistance. the Moxies. It was that's right. It wasn't love. It was the one-eyed woman, <laughs> purple you sure? leader. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that scene, uh, uh, she's wearing yeah, the hood, she, and then the she hood? takes the hood down, or she keeps the hood up. But yeah, but yeah, she, she keeps the hood up. Walks over to those three. And she says, the man in the green jacket, go talk to him. Find out, find what, out he what he knows. Yeah. Uh, and she's, uh, her name's Fraser. Fraser? Okay. I don't know. But for, man, I, I mean, I just literally watched it last night and I swear I had to have just barely looked away because I heard the voice and I was like, yeah, it was love. And, but no, so they put the tracker so that the resistance could find him. Yes. Yeah. yeah after he gets shot. And left for yes. dead in that. Um, they come pick him up. That and heal building. Him and, yeah, they find him. Yeah. They take him to the, they take his body like through the desert. Yeah. There's a scene where they're like around a fire and he's mm-hmm. like shivering. This amazing transition that I didn't realize. They yeah. follow the fire embers into the sky and those turn into city lights. Yeah. And it's just immediately back at the city. And I was like, oh my God, so good. Yeah, so good. So good. There was one point when you were recalling it that you thought they were in Vegas before he went to Vegas, but he goes to Vegas. That's the radiation zone. Yeah. Was Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. I think like at one point you'll have to listen to it because <laughs> I think <laughs> at one point you were saying like, I think when he was going to the orphanage or something like that, that he was already in Vegas and then goes to Vegas, but he just goes to Vegas. To be from in LA Vegas. outskirts to yeah to go find Deckard. <laughs> yes. Deckard yeah, equals yeah. Vegas. Deckard wood Deckard equals, equals wood. Deckard. Yeah. yeah. Deckard equals yeah. wood. What um, else did you write down? 
I wrote down in all caps, giant female statues. <laughs> oh, yeah. On like, his way my in. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The massive female statues. And this is how he found him. Uh, how he found Deckard is using a heat vision yes. on his car. He finds bees. Yeah. He's got a bunch of bees there. It's all about yeah, bees. for whatever reason. Making um, honey. Making honey. Yeah. Let's see what did I put down? The more human than human quote from the first movies in there. Yeah. Uh, I just tried to write that down. And they ask him to kill Deckard. The resistance asks him to kill Deckard, not save yeah. him. Because they're yeah. afraid that because Deckard of the information. Yeah, yeah. Back to the resistance people. Right. Uh, <laughs> this just makes me laugh that I wrote Wallace is blind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's blind. I think we figured that that's out with I this had. big giant white corneas. <laughs> so that's the only part. So back to that scene where he was inspecting that model. That's the only part where I thought the visual effects. Not that they were bad, but that they were clearly visual effects. The little Which, cameras that oh, float in. Yeah, 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 You know, it's just because they're, I don't know, they just took, stood out like a sore thumb. And so you could tell those were oh, clearly fake. No, I, I liked them. I'm saying that they were, those were they real, weren't man. as practical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had them floating on strings. They were real, yeah. Bobbing Imagine that. Room. Just like, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it as still as possible. And yeah. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> They should have done it. Just had they dudes really in green have. suits. Yes. Holding on to them. <laughs> it's just like, like fishies, like holding yeah. them, like just put them up to her face. Oh, that does remind me, you know, love is standing behind him and he's giving yes. this monologue about what he's trying to do. And one of them is just staring at her right next to her. Yeah. One of the little camera eyes. And she, you could tell her like, she's feels like she's under pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Uh, because of how often he, like, Jared Little as Wallace, Wallace and his dialogue, I mm-hmm. would just stop paying attention to what he was saying because it was just like, I don't care. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I missed this, the I think the first couple times I watched it, when um, he, you know, the theory from the first Blade Runner about whether or not Deckard is actually a replicant. Yes. I love that in this movie, they still left it ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, it could be, couldn't be. Could like, be. When he talks, I wrote this down, ambiguous suggestion of whether Deckard is real or designed. Yeah. Because he talks about, don't you think it's curious that Rachel and you met when you did? You mm-hmm. think it was by design? Right. Or not. And then he's like, are you by design? Yes. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> just a little little thing there. I yeah. never even realized he said in the well, movie. Well, I think the whole point is he wants replicants to procreate with each other to create more replicants. Not that he was expecting humans to procreate with replicants to create more replicants, hybrids right. or anything. So in my head, I don't want it to be true because, you know, you just want like one of them to be human instead of just like, oh, everybody's a replicant. But um, in my head, it makes the most sense. Deckard, yes, was a replicant and Rachel was a replicant and they were able to create a baby replicant. A baby yeah. replicant. A baby. Baby. A replicant. 
Babelicant. A Babelicant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, but part of me was to just be like, no, he's human. He's human and it just happened to work with a replicant. Yeah. I just like to like leave it without a label. An I answer. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I like the amb- ambiguity of it. The inception top still is, spinning. Exactly. Is it a dream? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that the audience could speculate forever and be like, I don't yep. know. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you get those people like, this is for sure correct. I'm like, no, oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so anything else you wrote down? That's all I wrote. <laughs> yeah. So, Overall, yeah. what'd you think of it? I mean, I love it. I love this movie. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a good, good movie. movie. And it's only six. I mean, I say only, but I mean, it's, it's six only. years old, but I think it's probably our most recent movie that we've done. I was thinking about uh, Harrison Ford. And all of his like sequels, you know, yeah. from his old IP, you know, Indiana Jones, yeah, yeah. Star Wars, this. I think this is my favorite. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because he, it's not like Deckard had like a big personality, right? Yeah. So they didn't have to stay true to anything. And he played the character well. Um, I liked every scene that he was in. Like, yes. Yeah. From when he found him, the fight was great. Their dialogue, like it all was good. His emotions at the end, whenever he saw his daughter, like yeah. it's all good. Yeah, it's good. It's like, an excellent this, movie. Everyone, this movie watch. stands even without him. That's why I think this yes. is the best remake with him in it. If you I mean, look he's at, only like, in like the last twenty-five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when I think about like Force Awakens, he is great. His scenes are great. Yeah, I don't know. Like the the whole (laughs) franchise fell apart. Anyway, (laughs) it did. (laughs) But uh, yeah, yeah. To me, I mean, we already said this. I think in the first first part, but this movie is a good example of when you can bring back a. I mean, this is a franchise. They only made us one sequel, but you can bring back and create a sequel off of a movie that's thirty years old. That yeah. maybe some people said you don't need to make a sequel and all that, but I think they did it right. They did. It's they easy did to it watch right. on its own. And it's easy to watch as a sequel. And it looks great. Written well. Like, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They could have gone opposite direction, especially, yeah. I think, if they had a different director that who wasn't just Let's such a visual director. the story of Deckard and find yeah, out exactly. what he's doing. They he's could have made it Blade Runner again. Right. They could have made it way over the top with tons of, you know, visual effects action and stuff like that. They could have just gone the opposite direction, but they didn't. They left it as a sci-fi epic. Yes. Yeah. Noir. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Very noir. Yeah. And I love that these movies with a dystopian future, it's always the LAPD. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, isn't Dread LAPD? I think so. I'm pretty or, sure. Uh, yeah. Something. I mean, something he's called the judges, but it's basically, mega I think it's city. in LA. Yeah. It's yeah, like a mega, mega city. city one or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's always seems like it's LA. Wasn't Robo, kinda, Robocop LA? When he showed his badge and it said LAPD, that kind of took me out of it yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, it's just, yeah, he's just a regular cop. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But it always seems like it's LA, the LAPD. For some reason, it's always LA. LA's always got the problems. Yeah, I always and it's always City. set. It's always those two. Yeah, yeah, it's always one of those two. But you know, giant cities in the U.S., so it makes sense. Yeah. 
It's not going to be the Nashville police <laughs> with honky, honky tonk, <laughs> honky tonk, all that stuff. Ugh, that'd be annoying. Be a bad setting for a futuristic sci-fi a dystop- movie. Yeah, dystopian future in yeah. Nashville. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, if Nashville. Never mind. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, you didn't have anything else written down. Okay, so do you have any last remarks for uh, Blade Runner 2049? I don't think so, no. Okay, well, then that's it for this episode. Uh, If anyone would like to get a hold of us, please do so. You can email us at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. You could also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search Movie Memories Podcast, and you'll find us. Follow us for... Um, teasers for upcoming episodes a lot of times we'll post some stuff from previous episodes and and all of that jazz so last thing that we're going to leave you with is while we both watched this movie one of our favorite characters love um, we realized that she did a really good batman impression so you can let us know for sure killing is making a choice where are they choose between one life or the other you can't hold the tide Except that I did. <laughs>